Hello everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind, it's the podcast for the busy gamer. And I'm covered in mushrooms and want to nibble on ya, it's Michael. Joining me is a man immune to spores but not immune to criticism, it's Matt. No one's immune to criticism. And he's working on his golf game, <laughs> looking to get a joel in one, it's Adrian. Uh, I like guitars. <laughs> <laughs> Many people like guitars in this game of The Last of Us Part Dos, Part Two. The best guitar simulator. Is it? I don't know. In a game, I I, I can't remember another game that's done like you can freely play an instrument as well as this. Because, look, as much as I want to praise at every moment Ocarina of Time, so it's not just okay, but it's not great. See, that's where The Last of Us 2 really falls apart, is you play something on the guitar and the weather doesn't change. That's, that's just... True. Oh, if you could double time? <laughs> Sometimes you get a flashback, though, so it is almost like the Ocarina of Time. Well, no, it's more like the the Master Sword, and he puts it in the pedestal and goes back in time. She grabs the guitar, plays a song, and is taken back to... <laughs> Better times. It's like the Harp of Ages. Oh, he's getting vague, boys. Oh. <laughs> well, from Oracle of Ages. Have you not? All right, Mister. I've got a Game Boy. <laughs> it's T L O U, not T L O Z. So let's talk about. Uh, I feel like everybody who is got a pulse in like news of games. This probably came up for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, you've either. You've either played this and you have your own opinions, or if you've looked online in the last month, you've seen just pure salt dripping from your screen. Oh, Instantaneous so salt machines, yes. Uh, uh, it's Yeah, it's definitely been a divisive game, and I don't think it needs to be divisive. I, I, I do feel like it... <laughs> I can see why it's divisive, but I don't know if- I feel like the reasons why people are being divisive is uh, is silly. I'm going to be very presumptive, and I'm going to say that the people who liked the story is probably the minority, and I wouldn't call that divisive. Normally that's like a 50-50, but I feel like there's a clear cut. Oh, that wasn't... It wasn't as good. Like, I feel like everyone... I... I Cannot believe because I've like read or listened to media about what people thought, and I just I cannot believe people that go, yeah, I liked two better than one. I just can't believe that in my heart. Uh, now I think that one of the problems, one of the reasons we're seeing it as being so divisive, is because that's what Naughty Dog kept pushing on release. Yeah, in the press they were saying. Or we've done we've done things in this game that people might not like, but guess what? Like, yes, it is divisive, but at the same time, it's also not. I don't think it's as big as a, a thing as they were trying to make it out to be. I think other people as well, the consumers. I think there's also off there's a lot of overreaction from some of the fans, but there's e- equally overreaction from Naughty Dog. Stop overreacting, everyone. Hang on, hang on. Are you saying people on the internet are overreacting about something? I may have suggested that. <laughs> That's ridiculous. This is the worst podcast ever. Uh, no, I think also the leaks, 
played a, an important role in people not liking this game because people were based on in uh, not quite accurate leaks. Yeah, like um, I was people leaked just, something, but it wasn't even true. Yeah, like people were making making decisions like I'm not playing this game. I'm gonna bomb it on whatever Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so it's basically just a bunch of inf- misinformation and. Uh, you know what? This podcast is here to pull all that aside and tell you the game. This game as its own experience and our experience with it. And everyone will experience it differently. And I've talked to people who have played it and have loved it. And I can see why. Uh, but I think first off, before we do anything story-wise, for those who haven't played but maybe want to play... Uh, let's talk about the gameplay first and how the grind is, of course, as we always do first. But uh, like everything else besides story. Everything besides story. Uh, the grind aspect of it is needing a pair of scissors and only finding one half of the pair of scissors. What, um, what difficulties did you guys play on? I played on the easiest for a lot of it because I... I'm a busy gamer. I ain't got time to... Because even on the easiest, there are some parts that are the the game pulls pretty not... Like, why'd you do that? Like, there's a part where you, um, you can actually play enemies on enemies. That's not a spoiler at all. I don't know why I was so scared. I was like, I can't believe I'm saying this. Even in The Last of Us 1, you could be like, ooh, get a, get a little zombie on that person. Uh, and that there is a section that's really exemplified, but that's something you can always do if you've got both enemies at once. Um, but then it was just not, like, even on the easiest difficulty where I normally can sprint right behind someone and take them out and they didn't even know... Uh, I can slap a clicker on the ass. It it has no idea. It's so, but still, the AI would just be like, detect me anyway, and then accidentally walk into me. And then as soon as it touches me, it, the human or zombie or um, cordyceps zombie just kills me. Oh, that's annoying. But the game. Other than that, I honestly don't have many gameplay problems. It's pretty good. Pretty solid. This really is in terms of gameplay, not just in terms of story, but in terms of gameplay, it really is Last of Us like part two. I feel that you can't even like can't even jump into this game from a gameplay perspective because the difficulty curve is much sharper than I remember the original one being. It really does feel like they're going, you know what a charger is, you know what the the clickers are. Um off you go, do the thing, and and having played the first one, I'm like, yep, cool, I get this. Uh, but I probably wouldn't recommend it, even from a gameplay perspective, if you have not played the first one. Uh, there's one addition as well to this that I found the hardest sections, I played on normal, the hardest sections involve dogs. Dogs are the new addition, I would say, from the from the human enemies, they now have like German shepherds, mm. um, and uh, they're like a they're a cool idea, but they uh, they're quite op. <laughs> they are. You have to 
Especially because they usually are with a human companion. So you can't just like try and sneak up on them. Yeah, it's but that's smart. I was happy and I was upset because there's only this. So there's two new uh, clicker variations. Um, I don't want to give away too much about them because I feel like one of them. I was like, wait, what? That's it was terrifying. I was scared, and that's awesome. Um, uh, but the other one's kind of Saboma from Left 4 Dead. I guess, but not a one-shot kill. Strong boomer, I guess. Um, and I just wish that, like, yeah, the dogs really, as soon as there was a dog, I was like, oh, I have to, like, I have to really rethink. I'm, like, need to start putting down traps and stuff, which is good. Makes me use my little brain thing. Uh, whereas I felt like the clickers, no matter what, it was always just going to be quiet now. Just going to be shh. Yeah, it had pretty good. It, I think it built on the first game pretty well enough that um, you had to make use of all your resources. I played on the easiest difficulty for story mode, just because yeah, I want to get through the story. Busy gamer, and uh, it it was it was easy to start with, and it was good, and I could just cruise through doing whatever I wanted. Maximum resources at all times, great. Um, and then as it progressed on. That was a less. That was a comfort I enjoyed less and less, and to the point, yeah, where like, I was like, okay, now I've actually got to use the bombs and the the traps and everything. So yeah, it's. I feel like the gameplay is ten out of 10. like it's like for this kind of game for this stealth game, is so good. I I would be interested in playing like the hardest difficulty on this as well because like, I feel like it's a kind of game you could completely stealth almost, and you'd it would be excellent. And See, this is I... this is part of my gripe. I want to get into an early gripe. Okay. Again. As long as it's not spoilers. No, it's not spoilers. Uh, it will reveal part of the gameplay late in the game. So you're mentioning how it's it's quite a stealth based game mm. because it's a survival. It's it's not just like a survival game. It's a survival story. It's a post apocalyptic world. There are zombies. You have to scavenge for for your parts to build your tools. You have to scavenge for your medication, which makes you smarter, which is a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> Teaches you skills by doing the drugs. Um, Works for me. But it is it's it's a stealth. It's a survival game. And then the last chapter of the story is an action game. It just goes. I'm going to throw this out the window uh, because. We we need to get through this much quicker, and it it just throws it off. It's just like I've uh, forgotten what kind of game we're supposed to be playing here. Here is a silenced SMG. You just go to town, <laughs> just shoot lots of things. Yeah, I remember mind that. And that's like, my first. As just like a segment. Like I think that's a nice, uh, nice um, departure just for that. Are you talking about the very last segment at the camp? Yes, it's it's like it's right at the end of the game. See, I thought that section it would work. It would work if it was not if it wasn't the character that you're playing as. I think oh, okay. it would have also been better as well if um it did more damage. Why does this is 
still so last of us as a series is still suffering from this thing that happened in 2013 with video games where every video game had a bow and arrow and so it still has it which is okay because it is kind of was establishing it but then why does a arrow do more damage than uh like i get that it's silenced but i'm pretty sure a shot to the head would still kill a man It's true. It's just it's a game. It's a gamification. Yeah. They're rewarding you for using a harder weapon to use, but it's not realistic in a game that should be quite realistic. And I think that's the. I think that's my biggest problem with the story that I'm willing to give that isn't uh, spoilers. Is that the things it's trying to say uh, really uh, gets overstepped by the game of it. The fact that it's like, a game doesn't play and, into what it's trying to do. Well, um, I'm not going to get into too much spoilers, but it's like it's all about how there are, there are many moments in the game where it's like, you know, life is so important. Uh, and then there's also, and that's the story, and then the game is like you just killed 50 guys. <laughs> <laughs> like they're nothing. Like this, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> but... Uh, and I'm going to get into more detail for that for the people who know. There's probably some people who think that they know what I'm talking about, and those people are the people who listen to the leaks. That's not what I'm talking about. Uh, maybe, I don't know. I don't know how good your leaks were. My leaks were awful because another thing I need to clear up is, uh, so my leak was that um, Abby is trans, and that's, like, really not okay. Like, we're being transphobic and then also attacking the actress this is not okay guys like i we can hate characters like umbridge from harry potter hate that bitch the actress lovely you know can we just come on yeah i I had the same uh spoiler uh after i'd already started but and i was like that like until like later in the game i was like like just looking at abby the whole time being like i just can't tell (laughs) and maybe that's a good thing i think they saw like one picture and was like that makes sense to me and that's like that's like really not okay that's because i don't know (sighs) but it's just that classic thing of it's it's very juvenile yeah, but we the way humans work is that when you want to insult someone or when you want to hurt someone, uh, you go for like the easy, obvious things rather than articulate why you have a problem. People just lash out and say terrible things that they know will cause reaction because that's the point of trying to hurt someone yeah. to make them react because there are problems with this character but the fact that she has muscular arms is not in fact to be honest if i had to choose the way that i was gonna die in the last of us universe if it is my head being squeezed by her thighs (laughs) i don't think i'm complaining Like, I'm just saying. God, where was that expansion? Like, I didn't get that uh, magazine to learn that skill. 
God, that... Okay, they... That, no, it's gone into spoiler territory of another leak that I'll do, but I'll talk about it uh, later. I'm going to write it down because otherwise I will forget because it's such a stupid f- fake rumor that I uh, need to write it down, otherwise I'll forget again. Before we go and uh, make ourselves some homemade silences and arrows and pipe bombs, is this a game for a busy gamer? For a busy gamer? Yes and no. Like I, I could see arguments for both. I like yeah, yeah, because it's it is like a story game where you can come in and come and go like a TV show, like a Netflix show. Yeah, but also it uh, it can take a bit of time. I think it's longer than the first one. Well, I clocked cool. less than twenty hours, and I was shocked by that. I think it just feels a lot more like a slog than it really is. Because it's just, yeah. and this is why I don't like. I don't like The Walking Dead because I watch it and I feel like crap, and I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to spend my time like, oh wow, the narrative's great, but I feel like crap. I don't like that. I'm a busy gamer. I want to feel good all the time, so that's why I do ecstasy. And no, <laughs> well, my point is, is you know, if you are very simple like me and you want to be spending your time having fun. And just been going like this is fun. Uh, this probably is like the gameplay is fun, but then the story isn't at all. Uh, but if you do like that kind of stuff, like I think, I think it's a solid thing. If you like The Walking Dead, I feel like you like this. Yeah, and the gameplay. If you like stealth gameplay, this is this is. A, I feel like this is some sort of pinnacle of it. Like it's really good. This is this is a game for a busy gamer. Like you do have the time to play this, particularly if you have a PlayStation, because it's only on PlayStation. It's it's a kind of must. It's a must have. It's a must play. You need to you need to see The Last of Us Part Two, particularly if you enjoyed Last of Us Part One. And I'm on an OG PlayStation. It's a beautiful game. Games it look runs so very well. Oh, Why are it? so beautiful games? Was, oh, wait, was it this? Something I played like, was ch- chugging recently. Oh no, that was something else. I was falling order. It, it's ten hours oh, yeah. longer than the original, though. Hot dang! Yeah, that's yeah. quite and, an expansion. And you and I think that you can feel every minute of those ten hours longer. Yeah, like there was a. There's many points where uh, the story. I I feel like the story should have ended, and then I've heard very good arguments. Like I don't inherently agree but i've had very good arguments of why if the story ended that maybe five hours earlier that that wouldn't be good narratively and it's like yeah but i wanted to stop playing (laughs) uh so shall we shall we get in here figure out how we can use this bandage and this alcohol to make a (laughs) molotov cocktail oh it's i'm making shivs Oh. Gotta have my shivs. No, but for real, that is a really grind. Like that was so grindy. Was the ammo anyway? So, our inventory management. Our next game is pretty much it's stealthy, but I feel like it's totally completely the opposite. <laughs> We're playing Batman Arkham Asylum. Ooh, I'm actually pretty down for this. Yes, I'm excited to kind of get back in it because I feel like I just. 
feel like it was just like a friend that you just stopped seeing and you don't know why you stopped seeing them. And then you're like, oh, we had, oh, I don't know. I started playing just before uh, we started recording. I had about half an hour to kill. Started playing again. It was like, it was like getting back into your favorite chair, just sitting down in your comfy spot. It's already got your butt imprint in it. Wearing your favorite "Mm, cape and cow. I was was mad for this game. This was a huge turning point, I think, in gaming. Oh, yeah. For, like, for superhero games, for sort of, like, that kind of action, yeah, action-adventure games. It, It felt like a really big point. It looks good. I think it plays well. Let's see if it stacks up. Now that we have Arkham City and Arkham Knight, can you go back to the original? And so, if you're if you're pumped like we are for Batman Arkham Asylum, you you gotta subscribe or something. I don't know. I don't think you don't subscribe yeah, you on Spotify, but you oh, follow. I think you, yeah, like, there's some uh, version and, of it. And either way, what you can do is you can uh, tell your friends. You can rate us on iTunes. You can go to Facebook at No Time to Ground Podcast, and you can go. Wow, this podcast is really good. I disagree with them a hundred percent on their opinions with The Last of Us Part Two, but I'm really keen for Batman: Arkham Asylum. So, <laughs> so make sure you do give us a follow. Comments. Well, I want to hear what people's because this is this is a game worth discussing. That's the important. That's the thing. Like, it's not a game worth that needs to be divisive, but it's a game worth discussing because it's it's uh, it's made decisions and it's made me and I know you guys too think deeper about storytelling. So, yeah. how should we go through this? Should we go? Yeah, should story we just beat by I... story beat? I don't inherently think so because we don't have the time for that. That's true. <laughs> but I just wanted to make sure that if you're listening and you haven't played the game, uh, that this is the last warning. Too bad if you get upset. Yep. Spoilers incoming. It's on you now. Um, just like this golf club. Whoopsh. See, I don't even class that as a spoiler because... That happens at the start, and also... Uh, but that's still a spoiler. You, like, the fact that it happens at the start, I hate that argument. It's still spoiling the game. Oh, because, it was, yeah, it's not told to you in the trailers. It is a spoiler. I'm, I'm just saying, I didn't learn that by spoilers, but I knew it anyway. Yeah, that's but that's you, different. Come on. Yeah, but, but that's part of the experience. Like, yes, I, I figured it was going to happen too. It makes sense. I like the idea. They seem to have liked the idea as well. Um, <laughs> liked it a bit too much. Yeah, maybe. Uh, um, and actually, okay, as a whole, I like the idea of this plot, not how it's executed. I think that's that's my overall uh, analysis. I like that they, as soon as Abby showed up, so, I mean, if you're listening, hopefully you've already played, but uh, Abby is the daughter of, the surgeon that Joel kills at the end of one to get um, Ellie off the table and out of the fireflies. Um, and I, I like that idea of like throwing in this revenge plot. And some people have said like, Oh, it's a revenge plot. It's basic, but you know, the classics, why, why mess with them? I yeah. think it actually makes it 
tricky. I think this is where the problem starts to begin because you're now you're you're creating two revenge stories. Yeah, okay. And and, and I, I feel like this is, so it's not that Joel is killed by by raiders or by the wolves in passing and then it's Ellie's revenge story. It's some it's it's two revenge stories and therefore they're trying to uh, they're trying to create a like a like a context and a dialogue about revenge and where it will lead these characters and how they're living essentially like these mirror lives and it starts to get messy the execution starts to fall apart because that's a difficult that's a really difficult story to tell especially yeah, when it's I think... a game and you are you know we all we're already attached to one of the characters and I mean, the, the it being a game is a benefit and a and a negative because yeah especially being a sequel too we already attached yeah. to one character and the benefit is that again spoilers halfway through the game you start playing as Abby for the rest of the game basically and um that's a good way to try and make people like the character um I but think, it has to be done right. Yeah, I think they did that completely wrong. And I think the way... See, up until the very end, um, I thought the way to completely fix it uh, would be um, to have Abby be playable at the start and go through all of her stuff at the start. And you know she did something terrible, but you don't know what. And it's... Instead of halfway cliffhanger, um, you have halfway, well, like you have the cliffhanger of her friends are now dead. What happened? Um, and then she kind of says, oh, it's because of what I did. And then for, like, and also she should be not a Mary Sue, but much more of a paragon, I reckon. Like she should be much more likable because I think they just, I think they made it a bit too, I think they made Abby a bit too gray, which I like I like the idea that they want to make everybody grey and everybody has good and bad, but the thing is she's already got the cards stacked against her. So you should make her a little bit more lighter grey. And then you find out that this new character that you've grown attached to is the one who killed your main man. And then that's when you're like, Oh, I was re- like I was really liking her. Like and I think this from many like levels of thing like it just wasn't yeah i know i know what you're you're trying to say and i i agree they should have done it they should have done it more as a twist rather than it's interesting that they chose to here it is here's abby killing joel spoils that happens uh and they know i know but i still (laughs) feel like i need to say it um at the start and then you have your revenge plot. I guess the twist they were trying to go for is that you now play as Abby, which it did almost fool me. Um, but I, I, if I if I hadn't read that this game had twenty to twenty five hours of gameplay in it, I probably would have fallen for it. But I was like nearing the end of day three, and I was like, uh, "Well, I've only played ten hours, so there's obviously mm-hmm. something I'm missing." But uh, yeah, 
a lot of people who reviewed this and, and media I've watched about it have said like some version of what you said. And the one I heard was maybe um, Ellie's out searching for someone who killed Joel, comes across Abby, helps her out. They become friends surviving on the path. And then at some point it comes out. Um, in my head, I'm like, would be cool if it did a bit of a way out thing where you get to choose. You now have to choose. Yes. Do you support Ellie? Do you support um, Abby? And then play out the story differently. But I know that the people behind this wanted to tell a story. They didn't want you to. They didn't want to give you options. They have a story. They have a motives. They have ideologies that they want to tell through this. So it was never. Yeah. It was never going to be a choice. See, yeah, I hate it when my games have player agency where I can make decisions that affect the game. I hate that. So I'm glad that they made it so that, like, I legit, I just, when I finally, so Ellie is the boss fight because you're Abby. I just went out into the open and let Ellie kill her. I did the same, same thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> and We all did the same thing because I wanted there to at least be a cutscene or something. Yeah, and that should that should be an ending. I reckon that should be an ending. Um, Speed runs because... be very short. <laughs> but the thing is, and then it should have had bad repercussions because what they wanted to say was like revenge isn't like is not good. So I reckon you kill you let Abby die. Uh, a year later, Ellie is still having PTSD, and she, like I reckon they should have been like, you're gonna fuck like be like a petty DM. You're gonna mess with my story. I'm trying to tell. Ellie will kill herself because she can't deal with it because she has God, like, depression. Dark. She has PTSD. It is dark, but it's like you just you technically made Abby commit suicide, so like yeah, okay. assisted suicide. But like what I'm saying is is like if they want to tell a story of there's no good answer, let there be more answers like to say there's no good answer because there's only one answer and it's not good because i made it the one not good answer that's like the ending of last of us one was natural whereas this feels very contrived like they were trying to chase the exact same thing yeah the end of the Um, i love the ending of the first one it is one of my favorite endings to any media ever because it's the it's a perfect balance of bittersweet like She's alive, but humanity. At what cost? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and there is that and like question of how is she going to find out what's going to happen when she finds out. So I was primed for a sequel. Um, this is the gameplay is exactly what I was looking for. The story, again, I like the idea, and I especially like the idea of playing something and then playing it again from a different player's perspective. I.e., you play day, days one to three, and then days one to three is Abby. Yeah. Um, but it just didn't I know what they were going for and it didn't it didn't hit me. I know it hit other people and other people that I've talked to like Abby and love that twist. Um You know what's interesting with this one compared to the first one is that love Joel and Ellie from Last of Us One. Last of Us Two I'm pretty convinced that I hate everyone. Yeah. I hate everyone. Everyone's like, piece It's actually crap. really hard to like any of the characters. And the game really wants you to, for some reason, to really like Abby. They try and give her a story of redemption and show that, and try, this is the emphasis, try 
to show that she has depth, but she does not. Everyone is actually really basic yep. and frustrating. There's only one person who I kind of like, and that's Owen. Yeah, I like. The guy I, I felt like he had depth too. He was the only person who was aware that the Fireflies uh, were not these great uh, paragons of virtue, that people saw them as terrorists, that they did bad stuff. He's also aware that the wolves do really bad stuff, and yet Abby is completely deaf to that. And this is one of the things why she does not get off the hook because you don't even have to think about what she's done to Joel, which is she's she's killed him in a more torturous fashion then he killed her father. At least Joel had a reason for killing her father. Yeah. He... And then you find out that she's done that shit to other people, to scars. They it... torture them. And it's like, oh, she is a terrible person. She is, to, to me, she is still worse than Ellie. Now, Ellie annoys me as well because she also spirals into just stupidity at times because she's so consumed. And that's easier to understand. But it's so hard to like anyone. And that makes it sort of harder to get through because I'm like, I don't care if you live. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the very end, I was like, they both die. Please, just both of them die at this point. Like, it, But then there's, it reminds me of another show. Uh, I'm not going to even say anything because it's very spoilers for this show. But uh, the main character set up so that they want to kind of die because if they die, then they're like a martyr. But then they don't die. Like you, it's a fake out. Like you think they're going to die, but then they don't die because that's too good for them. And that's like, that's intense. And that's kind of what happened here as well. But I don't think it did it nearly as close as this show that I'm talking about, which I, like, I'm i not even going to whisper a character or anything. So, so uh, how did you feel about Joel's death and the death scene? So Jeff, Do- Joel's death as a story part and how it felt and how the scene played out. I, I, thought that me... was, I thought that was well executed. The beginning of the game, I think, is actually... Yeah well put together it then starts to unravel but that like you said that's sort of in a way kind of you knew it was gonna come that's yeah that's surely the only way the story can go forward if if one of them were to die especially because at the start abby goes i want to kill a guy called joel and then runs into joel and then says his name and then pretty much the next thing is okay you're dead now and it's like okay like you knew that that was coming, it was very very brutal. Uh, a lot a lot of people think it's cheap. I don't think it's cheap. I thought it was perfect because, like, I hate that he died. I love Joel so much, and I hate that he died. But I mean, you, I can't. I'm not gonna go. You know, it wasn't canon. He's still alive. They bake bread on Sundays. Like you know, <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. I got to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much the lesson of the game as well is to move on. But it, I just think it was really like I think it was perfectly done to make you feel as bad as you do. That's why it should have been in the middle of the game. It should have been the direct center of the game where you go. 
oh shit, this like that would have even worked girl. well as a game because you'd like you'd have some reliance on Joel, and then in the middle of the game, now you don't. Like you got no, I mean, um, changed to Abby. So you're Abby, and then halfway through the game, you go back and see. Like and you don't know that she's done it, and then you go back as Ellie and see it happen, and you're like, "Abby, no, what?" Uh, like that would have been, oh, that would have been ten. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. I think the mistake because of the very end. It's, the mistake they made in the storytelling is that we knew it from the start, and maybe, maybe they were challenging themselves with that because I think that's a pretty obvious storytelling fault or like hard thing to do is like do the worst possible thing to the audience and then try and make them like that character. Yeah, it's doesn't is not good. That's why we don't like the Star Wars sequel trilogy because they did a lot of things to a lot of characters and then they were like, but you like it, right? And we're like, no, we no. don't. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, it was, I felt like it was right. Like Joel ne- like needed to die or like it was a good... You know, I'm okay with the the fact that he died. I like him, but it was, it's like the, to me, it's the obvious next step. I feel like it was a little funky, especially because you make a good point. Like throughout the game, Abby and the wolves are just killing people left, front, and center. They find Joel and Tommy and just knock them out, like knock Tommy out, murder Joel. They've been murdering mm. people all game for like having a dog, and then and now they're like, "Oh, Tommy, yeah, just just give him some some smelling salts and throw him out." Like same with Ellie. Like I'm surprised. Like it, yeah. There's a lot of the characters in this where it's like that. Uh, there's not consistency necessarily. I sort of get that because what they're trying to say there. And that, and she bring and Abby brings it up to Ellie, where it's like we let you live and you wasted it. This is Abby and the wolves have an have an overinflated sense of like justice. Yeah, and they're going, they're going like we we let you live. Well, like we killed him. That was that was punishment. That was not revenge. And it's like yeah, you you're being high and mighty. We know what who you really are. You're pretending to have morals by doing that. Yeah, it's pretty... And the thing with both the, the Seraphites and the Wolves is, like, you, if you come home, like, they're like a they're like a mother bird and then a baby bird falls on the floor and you pick up the baby bird, you put it back in the nest and then the mum eats or kicks out the bird because it smells different. That's what the Wolves and the Seraphites are like. They're like, you smell different, I'm going to kill you. Like, it's it's like such a instant, like... Is this a stranger? You're dead. Like I'm not even gonna ask a question. I'm gonna shoot you before. Ah, oh, you you were my mother. <laughs> oh well. Like that's what their culture is like. And then you got Jackson, which is like, oh, some strangers. Oh, how you doing? You wanna come? Oh, so... like the only good people. Like Joel is not a good person, but in this game, in itself, where he technically doesn't do the action of the end of the Last of Us one. But, like, as a citizen of Jackson, he's, like, he's the best moral character. All he does is buy coffee and <laughs> teach people how to play guitar. Like, he's a very good person. I Whereas, think in the, in the world, I think he is a good person. Yeah, he's selfish, he's, but he's good. Like, But it's he, not even inherently so. Okay, we'll, well, we'll yeah, go into it soon. 
Sorry? We'll go, into, we'll go into it soon, but I want to break down his decision at the end of one. And right. I don't think it's as selfish as people believe. Okay. We'll, let's do that now. Why not? Okay. I, I'm so curious. At the, end, at the end of The Last of Us Part 1, uh, Joel and Ellie ro- arrive at the hospital in Salt Lake City, I believe it is, where the fireflies are. Now, here's the biggest problem with the whole scenario. It's that Ellie is not aware that she could die. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, that's... It's and... only until after, like, she finds out. She was like, I wish I died, but at the time like she a, didn't know. That's a huge, like, moral no-no. Like, you can say it's for the good of humanity and all that, but you need to tell her, as the person giving up their life, that that is what is at stake. Because otherwise, it is murder. I heard some guy trying to like talk about, and I told you guys in Messenger, and I wasn't intending to bring it up. I had this idiot YouTuber who, like, this game is not SJW, but this guy was pretty SJW. But also he was like a lit teacher. He was crazy. He read into way too much. And he was like comparing like uh, the fact that uh, Ellie is immune and then Joel hiding that is effectively the same as someone being gay and then trying to hide that, uh, which I understand is terrible. But the thing is, is what you said, Michael, literally, this is way worse. Like any SJW will tell you, consent is pretty important. Yeah. And that, and like, and here's my other thing as well. Everyone's like, oh, she killed the pregnant woman. And it's like, yes, that sucks in hindsight, but. And even though Ellie was threatening um, Mel, Joel was threatening Dr. Anderson, I forget his first name, uh, Abby's dad, they were threatening them. But then those people took a knife and went to attack. Like, that's it, true. They, did, they didn't back that's down. True. And he, he, like, if, if Abby wants to be mad at Joel, that's fine. But the fact of the matter is, is that her dad went at Joel with a scalpel, I would shoot them too. And the other thing as well is it's... I also think... I've kind of gone back a bit, sorry. Uh, So is what Joel did moral... uh, um, So I have a question for you, Michael. Um, Would you consider us close friends? Like best friends, maybe? Yes. And uh, so I am going to kill your wife... Would you kill me first? Yes, if you're, if you're going to kill my wife. <laughs> exactly. Who the hell? Like, it, it's not like, and I get, oh, the greater good. I, I, You can say, oh, the greater good. But the fact of the matter is, like, you're not even, pull, you're not doing the first attack. They are. And they're going to kill your love, like, the person you love the most. Yeah, that's morally fine. I'm okay with that. It's her dad, the doctor, yeah. says one line in The Last of Us Two, which undoes his introductory sequence in the zoo. So they're really trying to paint him that he is this super loving dad, that he's this all-round great guy. Oh, he saved a zebra. Look how good he is. He has developed cure for humanity. What a great guy. He says. One word, 
and I pointed this out to my wife in the moment, that actually reveals that he's not as good a person as you Hold think. Hold on, clickbait. One word that reveals just how much of an <laughs> asshole he is. When they're discussing the fact that Ellie will die, um, the the Firefly woman who is who is like tasked you with bringing Ellie to Salt Lake City in the first yeah. one, she goes, well, I better go tell Joel. And he goes, why? And I'm like, you are done, son. You are done. You do not ask someone, oh, no, why are you going to tell them that they die? Because then that reveals you know that what you're doing is dodgy. Yeah. That like- you know that you have to keep it secret. Because it is a bullshit decision. Yeah. Well, to and him, it's probably like he feels like it's a tough decision. Like, I've, I'm doing it for the better of the human race. Like, but but what but you you'd expect do, he still has some sort of if compassion. If he's morally good, it's like, yeah, we should probably tell him. We should probably tell her. Lay it all out there. Maybe Ellie goes, "Hey, uh, I'm cool with this," or maybe she goes, "I'm not cool with this right now." And then he doesn't die. And then maybe they find other immune people, which is referenced in Last of Us 2, that they possibly find another immune person. But because he's dead, yeah. they can't do anything about Apparently him. no so one else in the world himself. does biology. He to puts be himself fair, in it is situation. the apocalypse. Someone out there has passed on their knowledge. Does he not? Like, surely he would have had a uh, protege or his, his daughter would have picked something up. Yeah, that's that's true. He should have like but, written a. This is my guide to creating a vaccine. Yeah, I can suspend my disbelief for that though. Like, yeah, for the sake of the story. Um, yeah, overall, not a fan of Abby. Didn't like playing her. I was real like I was considering a new game plus run on like a hard difficulty, but when half the game was Abby, I was like, ah, okay, thanks. Uh, yeah, the game didn't win me over with her. And, like, that's the thing as well, is I don't inherently hate Abby. It's just I like Joel more. Like, that's that's just the fact. I'm sorry. I, I picked Joel and I, like, like, I'll choose to, like, if the game is going to make me choose, I'm going to pick to seek vengeance. But, like, uh... I feel like the fact, the timing, and then the very ending is what the problems were. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the ending. Because. Um, uh, yeah. Well, at first, I'm going to break the ice with uh, what my leak was. Uh, and this is completely false. Uh, if if you're, well, you're going to find out what the real ending is anyway, if you haven't spoiled this. But anyway, um, my the leak that I was told was that uh, Abby and Ellie end up together as a romantic relationship. <laughs> <laughs> how dumb is that uh, especially like oh my god uh and for a sec for a second though i was like no really no because they do like there is a one second moment where they're like walking and they're all holding hands uh but then that quickly goes away <laughs> so i was like what so the ending essentially and I hope everyone's played until the end, is that uh, no one wins. Mm. That is the, the moral of the story is, and it's a very basic moral, that uh, if you follow a path of revenge, 
you will lose. And essentially everybody loses. Abby and Lev end up in a slave camp for two months and nearly die crucifix style. And Ellie loses her friends and family uh, because of her quest of revenge. And in the end, no one dies and it's dissatisfying. Yeah, dissatisfying (laughs) is like the key word. So I I actually I it clicked today and I actually figured it out. He put the puzzle together. No, I legitimately did. This is what I believe and I think it's 100% what it is, but so I mean a lot of people say that the uh you know the moral of the story is uh, eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. I think the moral of the story is Neil Druckmann wants you to be sad. Uh but in terms of in the actual character, I 100% believe Ellie went to fight Abby at the end so that Abby would kill her because throughout the game we see Ellie say she wanted her death to mean something because that means that her life would mean something. Then adding on to that, she then has nothing really to live for um, because she's got PTSD and stuff and shake that in a bottle with the fact that she still does want revenge with uh for like for Joel because she loves him and she like left things on a pretty bad note. I thought it was pretty good like her last words to him are Joel get the fuck up. I lo- like I love that. That's good. He he knows in that moment that it, thank god Ellie does love me. I deserve the death I'm about to receive. Cool, let's go into the afterlife. Uh so you mix all of that together and you have a good reason to be killed by Abby is as a martyr f- trying to get revenge on Joel. And if she, like, so if Abby kills me, then my death means something for Joel, who I'll never be able to, like, you know, reconcile, but my death will make it so. And then she gets there, Ellie gets there, and Abby's been on a freaking crucifix for days is like is no longer strong she's probably uh like yeah like she's what do you call it like withered away a bit and it's like and ellie's just like i wanted you to kill me but she's so like she still has that passion so she goes to kill abby and it's like yeah i can't win now because i wanted to die like she may not have realized this of course because if you realize this, you could be a crazy person and probably just you have guns. It's America, and that's that's what I believe is that Ellie w- wanted to die and to go out like that. No, I think at that point in the story, she was she had a life uh, that she was happy with. Like she was content with Dina and the baby. No, no, because she had the PTSD. Like it was okay. still affecting her. It's all she could think about was like maybe not inherently revenge, but. Joel and but I don't think she wanted to die. I I felt I I did feel that that's what it was because we got, we got shown the flashback where she was really stressing the point to Joel that my life would have mattered. So she thinks that living a happy life is a is a meaningless life. That's what she didn't have like planned for herself and she can't she can't cope with it. Well, if that's the case, she probably like should have died then because she was like stabbed and. And I think that's why it's like, dissatisfying. That last fight was brutal. It didn't. It didn't go. It didn't go all out. 
it nearly got there. Well, yeah, they should have killed someone. Whether it was Abby, whether it was Ellie, someone should have died. Because I think either way, they get what they want. That, they would have got what they wanted. But I feel like in, they've gotten into their own heads of like, well, we made everyone like Abby now. We don't want to kill Abby. <laughs> and we can't kill Ellie because she's like the face of the game. No, I think they didn't want us to be... Like, I think they legitimately... They didn't want us to be satisfied. I think they legitimately were like, no, we... Much like the TV show I'm talking about, that's not what happened. Like, you don't get to... Yeah. Like, you don't get to have that closure. You just live. Everyone uh, is sad, and speaking including of, the player. Like... Okay. So this comes... Like, death Death is too good for these two. Like, that's literally what it's saying. That comes to my more meta question then which is does a storyteller have an obligation to make you like their story or does a storyteller just tell their story and then have to accept the ramifications because it feels like uh was it neil Druckmann? he's the director it feels like he hasn't accepted either like the fact that he sent out a tweet beforehand that was like, people aren't going to like this, tells me that he knows that he made active decisions in, like, he would rather tell a story and people not like it than tweak it to appeal or tell it in a different way. Um, so, is there an obligation there? No. See, that's why I think it was contrived. I think he did that, yeah, on purpose, because he was trying to chase that high from part one. And I think that's the right word contrived where no he does not have an obligation to tell us the story we want he can end it that way but those stories are harder to write and a lot of this comes off as contrived it comes off as an attempt at great storytelling it does not execute great storytelling and it's like and that's fine like, you, they set themselves a really big challenge. It's a very ambitious story, um, but you need to. But, th- but this is the double-edged sword. If it pays off, masterpiece. If it doesn't, it's probably worse than playing it a bit safer. But but that's art. Yeah. So does he even have any right then to say some people are going to like that and screw you guys if you don't like? Which is how it came I off was- to me. Like. Sure, if that's the yeah. case, then you, you say, here's the story I'm telling, let's see what people say. And then you have to accept that some people aren't going to like it and you can't write off people's opinions because, oh, well, you, you don't like this because you don't like this. It's not it for you. It felt very it's much like, well, like a PR move right from the get-go that it was in order yeah. to drum up more interest about the game because if it had simply launched and a lot of people just turned around and went, oh, I don't like this then he was, like, sort of priming people and going, like, dare you to like it, dare you not not like it. You'll have to play it and find out. Do you think uh, the leaks were on purpose? No, probably not. No. Because I think they tried their best to Um, keep a lot of it secret. But I reckon he was talking about, like, like Lev. Like, I reckon he was gone... You know, like we have a very, like we have a strong woman, very physically strong woman, 
we have uh, transgender, we have uh, amputee, like, I almost feel like, oh, we have a lesbian. And I, honest to God, there's so many that I feel like they did it so that, like, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, I feel like they did it so that they went, oh, I, I can't believe you said that. You're obviously, uh, you're homophobic, you're transphobic, you're a racist, you're an anti-Semite. Like, I, honest to God, feel like it's... Like, they did so good with the accessibility, and that reads to me more supportive than, um, like, <sighs> do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, they did it as a like, scapegoat. Yeah, like, I'm treading lightly because, it, like, people it's could. Not, it's, not, yeah. it's not a nice thing for me to even think that someone could do that on purpose, in my opinion. <laughs> like, that's such a horrible thing. But I kind of feel like they did, and then they did that. So it's like we're gonna write a shit story, and if you don't like it, it's because you you are a bad person. That's what I feel that tweet was, honestly. And if I'm wrong, then and and for some unknown reason, Neil is listening to this. I don't know why, but thank you. Uh, and you, that's not what you meant at all. Then I'm sorry, but that's how it came across. I think to it me. was one of those arguments where, much like, uh, say people who protest how there's so many different voices and then someone will make a claim that they're all saying the same thing where there were people who were definitely being very cruel and mean towards the actors and the writers and then there were some people who I think were trying to raise valid concerns and getting lumped in with going, well, yeah. no, you just don't like Abby because you yeah. can't handle strong women. And it's like, no, that's not what I'm saying. Please don't lump me in with the transphobe jerks. Like, and I, so I think that that, that can happen when you have, when you have um, characters that are outside of your, your typical uh, archetypes. Cause people, people would naturally assume that it's because they're different that you don't like them. But, but that's not necessarily the case. So I, I don't think it was done deliberately by Naughty Dog. I think it sort of just kind of happens through mixed messages. There are people who have problems with Abby, not because of the muscular arms, but because of the way she is written. Hmm. Yeah. Like, I will admit, at first, I was like... Oh, like I, I, and I think that's a very... Like something that I need to work on as a, as a person is at first I was like she, she's too muscular and I and I think that's a very you know this again that's something I need to work on as a person but after a while I think I was like I do like this character because everyone's a jerk in this game everyone everyone is a see you next Tuesday really bad uh but. The only reason that I don't take her side is because she killed Joel. Like, that's it. Like, otherwise, I feel like, honestly, it is equal footing, which is why I'm like, if they timed it differently, if they told it differently, it could have been a lot better. Um, so it's like, yeah, I, I just feel like it's, you're playing, you're playing with so many things here. There's so many variables here that, you're using so many scapegoats, and the fact of the 
matter is is that you he well not even Neil inherently Naughty Dog as a whole I feel like is just Icarus and it, I liked what they wanted to do but they got too close to the sun and the wings melted uh, yeah and that's a good way they, they just they flew a little bit too close to the sun this game is sort of a little bit too big for its boots. It's all it yeah. wants to be so many things, but there's a difference between wanting to be that thing and actually being that thing. And they don't, in my eyes, achieve what they set out to do. And we sort of talked about it briefly uh, off air, and <clears throat> you found that a little bit sort of a strange sentiment, Adrian, because it takes obviously years to write, produce, build the games. Of course, you make the thing you want to make. But I but I think that you can get caught up in the echo chamber. And so, of course, the people at Naughty Dog, this is what they wanted to make. It doesn't seem like they had enough external eyes on it to realize that, hey, maybe what you're trying to get across, me as the player, I'm not picking that up. I'm just not having a good time in the back end of this game story-wise, gameplay-wise, like, this is just getting to be a slog. And it's hard to, like... I'm trying to resist giving them an out, but I've come up with one. (laughs) Okay? Okay. Okay. I've come up with an idea that is right there and it keeps happening. It's a motif of the game. And it... And it potentially is... Explains everything... And it's it's the song that they keep playing by Pearl Jam on the guitar, uh, which is, I think it's called Future Days, and it goes, if I ever were to lose you, I surely lose myself. Um, it's like, and that, if you want, if that's what they're trying to get across, like that is the game, that it is this, it is this descent in to like madness as both of the characters you play have uh, have lost someone they then proceed to lose themselves and then you could potentially say that the game is then deliberately paced in a way that you the player are also descending into this slog this drawn out <laughs> excruciating by the end like, when is this going to be over scenario? Like, are you trying to make me as the player? Because by the end, I can safely say, by the end, I was kind of sick of this game. And yeah. Abby and Ellie are sick of their battle with each other and sick of the world they live in. And it's like, and now, if that's everything Naughty Dog is trying to do, let's say that if these people lose people important to them, they will no longer be the character you love. They will lose themselves completely. And then it is just a spiral down and you get to experience the spiral down. Then if that is what they wanted, then it's a masterpiece. But I don't want to give them that out. Yeah, I don't think that's what they were trying to do. <laughs> but but it's like it's so much of it is right there. And I'm like, if I put that out there for them, I feel like particular people who worked on that, would latch onto that idea and say, yes, well done. That's exactly what we were doing. But I don't want to give it to them because I don't... Because I agree. I don't think that's what they were trying to do. I think what they're trying to do 
I never understood. And it fell apart. Because that's the thing. I feel like at some point, it's, yeah, like you said, it was an echo chamber. At some point, they didn't understood either. They, I, like, I do think they were listening to that song so much, they lost themselves <laughs> do, as well. Okay. So two things. What, let's keep it quick because we're reaching over an hour now. One. I've got one quick question okay. as well. So, do you think buckle in? Do you think anyone internally, at a let's say like a lower level of production, i.e., someone who's doing modeling or coding, like you know, they're not doing the story, the overall arching story. Do you think anyone there or QA, etc., anyone who's played played the game as it was being made, had any gripes and went to Neil or whoever they go to and say, not feeling like this Abby thing's not working out. Or do you think everyone was was really behind it? I reckon there were. I'm sure that there was probably one person. I reckon there were concerns um, because some parts of the game, some parts of the game feel heavily edited, and then other p- parts seem completely unedited. So I think that the the epilogue, uh, in general, is too long. Um, but at the same time has appeared sort of too late into the piece, like after too many hours. And so then they actually have to speed up kind of the beginning when Ellie is on the farm. Um, I also I, I read a good article on it where they actually, that epilogue for Dina is actually quite bad. Um, they sort of... As a character. They, yeah, they really kind of boil her down to a very simple character in the epilogue. Um, yeah. which doesn't do a service. I, that, well, so that's my second thing. I felt the ending was fairly rushed. Do you think this was rushed towards the end? Everything from like, I guess from the farm or just before the farm. How do they, when does the farm? Is the so farm, oh, the farm, farm. After the sh- like after the shot, right? Yeah, everything from, yeah, yeah. everything from there onwards. Because I feel like everything up to the the Abby change so all the Ellie stuff mwah, ten out of ten Abby I can see it being good for people who like Abby I didn't but then after the fa- the farm and onwards feels rushed like oh we can't just you're in that you're in the place now and then you're on this boat now and you're oh now you're you're here as well and then they got taken by oh hi new new clan called the rattlesnakes or the the rattlers, rattlers or something yeah like they're not a clan those those guys were legit they're the only like like the actual, actual bad guys. Although the wolves yeah, because they're like terrified. slaves. Just in case you thought these weren't bad people, <laughs> these bad people oh, are worse than the other yeah. bad people because slaves. So everything from the farm to the end felt rushed. Like, oh shit, how do we... We've got to tie us up in a bow. Let's go. Let's just smash it out. Go, 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 go. Yeah. No, I, I get what you mean, but I also feel like... I feel like some of that was may have been you... Slash me because I felt the same, but I w- was rushing. I was spamming the which direction do I go button because there is that. I wasn't um, rushing. I was just. I was. I was enthralled. I wanted to see this to the end, so it wasn't a rush for me. It was just like I did play it, like do like a couple of big sessions to get to the end, but it wasn't rushing. I mean, any more than I would usually rush through yeah, a game. It was. It was but- rushed. But yeah. compared to the first, like, where you play out these three days really nicely, and even the first game, the first game and the second game have oh, different story. Yeah, because uh, that's what I was going to say. Well, in the sense that, like, 
I feel like the first game was more about here's cool little stories on their way to where they're going. Like it didn't really like Joel and Ellie yeah. grew together, but they weren't there wasn't like any more depth to it from what I remember. It was just like meet these people, meet these people. Here's Tommy, here's the um the 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 brother and son story. And then whereas two was like here is a threaded story for Ellie and for Abby. Mm. Uh, so the ending felt rushed. How much That's time my passes in the last? Yeah. Class. It what time passes? I thought time was frozen. Like, so in this one, you get to see three days, and then a time jump. Yeah, uh, and yeah. and then a time jump for yeah. travel, and then another time jump for Whereas travel, in, and then in the original yeah. one, it takes them like a month or so to cross from Boston. To Salt Lake City, um, and so we get to spend so much more time with the characters that they get better fleshed out. That's, I think we've stumbled on something here, guys. You can't get to know a character in three days. Yeah, especially when all what? she does is like hammer home the point of why we don't like her. Yeah, like you, you can't have the character change so dramatically that they go from being a soldier in this very extremist group to then being a sympathizer for the other thing in in fact i'm pretty sure that happened in like one day and then the next two were spent yeah yeah she abandoned it like, on the first day and went to go like, find Owen. that's that's absolutely no like that's the thing is in such a short condensed thing every character is so contradictory and the only one the only character that I feel has an out, not a very good one, is Ellie because her loved one died, and so she wants revenge like that. Um, and so that kind of makes sense. But even, yeah, but even then, the thing is, is in the first game, Ellie was always like, "Are you sure that there's not a different answer than violence?" And Joel's like, "No, these guys are going to kill us, so let's go kill them." And that's a big point of the game is she has she is like damn it I have to kill these guys like I didn't want to kill these guys but Joel is incapacitated so now I have to kill them and it's like a big story beat she doesn't like killing and then in this one she's like Rambo uh, <laughs> so that's tone deaf all right the um, last thing Matt what was your you said you had a question yes you're gonna hate it because this is gonna go for like maybe another even five minutes so i do apologize but it's gonna be worth it because the thing is is the game ends uh setting up part three uh okay previous to playing two i'm down for a trilogy like (laughs) or even more like but the question is can they can the next story they do be more enjoyable or more engaging for everyone. Uh, I have there are, like there ideas. Are plot points. Yeah, there are plot points. The good thing about one, I felt that going into a sequel and why like you knew there was one coming and you were ready for it is because there was everything was tied up except for the one obvious thing. He's, he took yeah. her from the Fireflies. This one has a few more vagueness, a vagueties, <laughs> more vague yeah. options like. She's going to go to Dina. Does she go to Jackson? Does does she go back to look for Abby? Like, she's been so on and off about it. What's not to say the third one's just her going for Abby again? Like, yeah. do, do we have to follow Abby now? Do we follow the wolves? Do we follow, like, the, the, the fireflies reform? It's a little, yeah, there's, there's, there's more open than the first game had. 
Well, there's the two major threads are Ellie's tr- moving on quotation marks, uh, and then that Abby because that's the thing. You guys, I don't because I didn't know this from looking at it. I was told it at, when you get the new game plus screen, and it's instead of because the whole uh, main menu is actually from the very end of the game, the boat in the water, mm. and then your new game plus screen is the boat on the shore. Yeah. And that's because they made it. Abby and Lever, part of the Fireflies now. I feel like the re- part of the reason why no one dies at the end is I think Naughty Dog are actually leaving themselves a little, a little sort of get out of jail free here where they can now sort of take the response from the game if they decide that players do not want to see any more of Abby, or at least not in such a large capacity, then oh, I don't they'll know. follow Ellie. Um, otherwise, I think overall the response has been fine for Abby. It's just it's just noisy, bad people. So I actually feel that yeah. part three will then be if the Fireflies are back together and Ellie is alive, then the Fireflies will once again have to find Ellie to make a cure, and that will be Ellie's, like, swan song. She will finally, like, yes. sort of give in to the situation, reclaim the moment that she wanted to save humanity oh, and come yeah. out of this darkness because she leaves. It's just just such... It's just one of the saddest endings. A person with missing two fingers after a fight trying to play a guitar... Oh, I know. ...is just, like... It's just so sad. It's like, it's not even like, it's not even, it's not, sad's not even the right word. It's just like, there's just so much pity. I pity these people. I'm like, oh, you can't yeah. even play the guitar anymore. Look at you. Look at what you've become. I don't, that, I was thinking of you two because I was like, this probably hit them way more harder. I only play Guitar Hero. They play it's just, guitar. It's just a mess. I don't <laughs> I don't know that I would believe, like, if I'm to believe that Neil Druckmann got to write exactly the story he made and and Naughty Dog thumbed it up regardless of him saying, people aren't going to like it, but I'm going to write it anyway, and Naughty Dog went, yes, here's money. I don't know if I believe that then (laughs) Naughty Dog said, ah, but make sure you keep both alive. Like, I feel like like the story that Neil wanted, this was it. And he was never going to kill either character. Yeah, no, I think that too. But it is—it's like heavily set up for a like. I didn't think it was set up for a sequel until they like pointed out also Abby and Lever at the Fireflies, and um, it's like you said, Michael. I hope that they do. Yeah, like Ellie gets to do it. But here's the thing: this is what I want, Neil. Listen, I know you've been listening. Uh, so. We play both Abby and Ellie again, but this time Abby is like way not as bad. Like it's like you can really see she's turning your leaf. Like Joel in this. Like Joel was not a great person, but now it's like, oh okay. It's like, wow, I actually kinda like Abby. That's weird. How crazy is that? You play as Ellie and it's like I feel like she should try to be like she keeps trying to do good things but ends up screwing them up and like keeps maybe, I don't know, accidentally killing people. I don't know. It doesn't matter that much what Ellie does because at the end, it's like Abby and Ellie meet and there's like this tension, but 
Abby's like, I need to get you alive because guess what? I'm a firefly. We're going to make the cure now. How good's that? We're both happy, aren't we? And Ellie says, yes. Uh, so Ellie goes under. Um, they get the vaccine and the doctor tells Abby, yep, okay, all good. You can wake Ellie up now because we got the vaccine without killing Ellie. And then Abby goes in and kills unconscious <laughs> Ellie. That's that's how it should be. And people would be mad, but that would be good. Oh, that yeah, that'd be that'd make me very mad, especially if we're to assume that the third one we like Abby again. Because at the end of this, I don't, I don't feel like the amount that I didn't like her hasn't counteracted the fact that she was what in a slave camp for two months or whatever. Like, I still don't like the character. Yeah. I like Ellie, I like yeah. Ellie less. So they've kind of <laughs> like I still like Ellie, but yeah, I don't like some of the decisions she's made. Uh, no, I'm just saying, if they want to make us mad, that is, I like, if they did that, I'd be so furious, but I'd be like, I'd be clapping. I'd do you be, think like, the story as a whole, good. whether it's a trilogy or four or five or whatever, do you think that the entire wrap up should be satisfactory? Or do you think it should be like the how the first game ended, where it's a bittersweet ending? Like, do you think? Yeah, it should be. Because like, I think I'm okay, like, if we're. If we're rolling over time, let's just go with it. Uh, I don't like if Ellie dies in in a third game, and Abby's the one to do it. And it's it, sorry, Abby. If Ellie's to die, giving up the her life for the cure, and Abby's the one to do it, that sounds good. But if if Abby goes in and is like, yeah, fuck you, and then like cuts or something, you know, like <laughs> kills her, uh, that would feel bad. But it wouldn't wouldn't be the good kind of bad. There's good feeling bad, and there's bad feeling bad. <laughs> <laughs> and the Last of Us Two is bad feeling. Yeah, bad. the Last of That's Us One my, was like... good feeling bad. <laughs> the Last of Us Two Stupid. was bad feeling bad. Like that's a very simpleton way to say like one one you could like was written so well that you can completely understand all the decisions he's made, but you know that it's a bad decision. Like it's the bad thing to do, quote unquote. Um, whereas this one. It wasn't written as eloquently to convey that this is, while it all is bad, it's a good thing or, or something or some such. Yeah, so the first one was doing a bad thing for the right reasons, and this was doing the wrong thing for the wrong reasons, so it was just so no we're good. Do, doing <laughs> yeah. the good things for the good reasons as the final one. Yeah, that, is that where three well, goes? Well, here's my thing, actually. I am, yeah, if we're rolling over, they need to do more with the zombies. They had Rat King, which was awesome, but they need to do more. Come on. Like, I was, ex- what they, sh- like, 100%, like, it doesn't matter that much. This is not a narrative point, but more of a, I'm a sci-fi nerd point of view, uh, is during, it should have been Seraphites versus the wolves on the island, and it was like, both were, like, doing nothing is what it should have been. Like, there were a few casualties, and then it should have all of a sudden been, you've woken the hive. Like, the zombies don't feel like a threat at all. And it should, like, I don't think you should 1v1. Uh, what are the big brute guys Shamblers? called? I forget. Bloaters. Yeah, I think it's bloaters. You shouldn't 1v1 them frequently. But I think in that story scene, it should have been like Abby and Lev, like, going through this town hiding from wolves, hiding from seraphites, and hiding from bloaters, which have been activated because there's all this noise and all this action. And it's like, like, I just feel like, 
I feel like cordyceps are too good to squander. Is is my real thing? Is such a good thing, such a good original zombie yeah. concept, and they have they got it at the beach and they're drowning it, and they need to just let it go. After uh, tape up your fingers and walk away. <laughs> no, because this could be set in just a standard zombie world, and like nothing about it would change. Like the the these other stories we've been experiencing changes. I don't know of another show that's done zombies like this where you could have different implications is is what I was going to say in short. Yeah. Well, besides the immunity, you could literally just take the zombies out and it would be the same. Like, it's an apocalypse. It's Mad Max. There's no zombies. It's It could be the same game. Like... I'm, well, no, can I say what, what, any last I thoughts? Say one more thing. We have to give our ratings. <laughs> I just want to say that if there is a third one, I don't want to play as either of these characters. That's true. That'd I'm, be good. Like, that'd be a bold kind of thing. You're yeah. not either of them. But you see yeah, them, of course. They can but be you're in it not because obviously they're not, they're not dead. They're both alive. But the way this one ends, even though it is a dissatisfying ending, it is an ending to their stories as far as I feel. Like, I don't... I don't think these characters can offer me much more. They've because in this one they offered such little growth. It's like, well, you can't. You're just not going to be able to do anything, are you? So your stories are done. We need a new character that has new motivations, new ideals, and that can potentially lift them back up. Maybe Lev is the vehicle for that, but then let me play as Lev. I don't really care about Abby. She's still a bad person. No. Nah. I got it. You play as Dina's baby in like 20 JJ. years and you're yeah, but and you're playing through um like maybe Ellie and Abby are both dead at this point and you're learning about their story or they're missing and you go and find them like that kind of thing. Like if it's if it's set directly after, I want to play Ellie because that's the character I like the most who we've been like rooting for this whole time. At least for the first, I think game it would need to be a redemption for Ellie. Yeah, like if it's going to be anything, it needs to be a redemption. We can't keep, we can't just keep dragging these characters through the mud without that good bad feeling. So I reckon if if they want to go off completely, like, Lev, I don't care. Like none of the characters here I care about. So I want like reset <laughs> such me, a big thing. put me at twenty years ahead where Joel and Ellie and everything that that happened is slightly less relevant to everything that's going on now, but you still set the story around it. Somehow. I don't care about okay. Dina. Owen's at least aware. Manny seems like a pretty cool guy. I don't really care about Lev. Tommy's just sad, and I think his revenge story is Hang on, better. isn't Manny dead? Um, they all died. Everyone, everyone died in this dead. game. So annoying. I was, I got tired of it. When that Lev's sister died, I was like, I don't even care. <laughs> Good. Like, I'm is this what they yeah. wanted us to feel? Um, I don't want to give them No, but that. it lost its impact. Deaths need to have impact. And but in this world, they didn't. don't. How many people and, do we no, kill? No, but they wanted you to. They're crying and they're, they're like having an emotional moment. The game's portraying it as an emotional moment, but I'm not feeling it because I don't care. Because we're numb. All right. <laughs> let's go. Uh, we can't leave. <laughs> what are the ratings? No time to grind. Find time to grind. Make time to grind. Um, the game won't let me I'll leave. go first. <laughs> Find time it's, to grind. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I think The Last of Us stories are 
is worth experiencing uh, if you're a gamer, you know, in one of those books that's like a hundred games you should play before you die. These two belong in there because their storytelling is whether you find it good or bad, it's unique in the industry. Unique in the industry. That's what it is. <laughs> there we go. We're done. I think I started this episode uh, did, did by we all... saying that I'm glad it exists. And now I've ended this episode and I'm not sure if I am. I'm not sure if, in hindsight, if someone's just played the first one. I want to play this in a different universe where the story is told differently. Yes. I'm glad that the idea of this went ahead. There is a version of this game that is the one we were looking for. Exactly. And they've told the same story. Let me just make a machete cut. Yeah. Let me let me make a. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna download all ten hours of the cutscenes on YouTube, and then I'm gonna machete cut them. I feel like you could so that we le- we get Abby first. We like Abby, and then yeah. I feel like it could totally be rejigged, edited into a different experience that you show someone who hasn't played the second one, and they they are wowed, and more people are like, this is as good as the first. Everyone, thank you for hanging around for almost an hour and a half. It's been a... These are the ones I love. I love the debates and the talks and the discussions. You know, some of the things... Some of the, these pods, we, like, talk about the mechanics and then we all agree that it's great and then we move on. But this one's an excellent discussion one and a debate one. And I love it. And I hope you guys love it too. I want to hear your points of views on the debate. So if you do have any thoughts, disagreements, agreeances, evidence to back up ours or your point of views etc facebook page is the best place to go we can get a discussion going i'll be there uh let me know if you liked it or not liked it because i really it's really hard to tell like i can't tell if it is 50 50 or if like you said some people are vocal minorities etc but until then thank you very much for listening my name's been adrian i've been matthew and i've been michael when are we going to play some golf boys (laughs) 